Hello, everyone, and welcome to this segment of Hidden Gems. I'm Richard Murray, and I am joined today by Warner Telecom's Executive Vice President, Tim Juice. Today, we're going to talk about how Warner Telecom not only allows our partners to get paid for their services, but actually organizes and helps you sell more of the services that you sell every day. So welcome in, let's discover together why Warner Telecom is a Tolaris hidden gem. Tim, thank you for joining us today and welcome to this segment of Hidden Gems. I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you, Richard, about our service and how your partners can benefit from the uh, portfolio that we have. Outstanding. Well, let, let's start just a little bit about the company. First of all, how long have you been part of the Tolaris portfolio? Yeah, so we've been on about five years now. Uh, so a lot of working with your team and your your managers to under, help them understand our product and our services. And we've had some great wins in, in the time as well. Yeah, so we've got some experience together but and, and some momentum that has been coming the last couple of years. But I would still consider you guys kind of a hidden gem within the portfolio as a lot of our partners don't really know who you are yet. So I'm really excited to be able to introduce them to, to you, first of all, and then to the company at a greater scale. Let's talk about the company first. How long have you guys been around? How long have you been in this space? Yeah, so the company's been around since 1995. You know, we help clients to connect, optimize, and manage their telecommunication services, you know, landline, mobile, cloud, and software. Uh, personally, I've been with the firm since 2002. So, you know, going on uh, 18 plus years now of working with the company and working with our partners. Uh, you know, we're a 100% channel driven organization from day one. And that's where we, we plan to be. And we put all our resources into helping our partners, you know, deliver great solutions to their clients. Excellent. Now, from, from a, a category standpoint, I know you guys are, would generally be considered a TEM provider, but, yeah. but you, you, you smile when I say that. Why, why is that? Yeah, um, there's functions of uh, of our service that are TEM. You know, it's like Ford. They, do they sell tires? Yes, but are there are they tire salesmen? No, no. The tires are only a part of the solution. We're we're building the engine. We're building the mechanism to help these clients transform their ser services to the, the next generation of services and putting the right automations and uh, cost controls on those networks. So yeah, there is a TEM portion to what we do, uh, but you know, it's a lot more from the the management and the understanding side and the implementation side as well. So let's go a little bit deeper into there. There, there are these other areas that, that you perform. Let, let's talk about some of those. What are, what, what is deeper than just a temp service? Yeah, so we have uh, a project managers, which will support the client for, you know, uh, disconnects, moves, adds, changes. A lot of uh, quote unquote TEMs will just, you know, give the client data and they have to go out there and implement change themselves. And frankly, if the client could do that themselves, they probably wouldn't need us. Uh, so they need a, a piece of software that helps them manage it, but they also need resources and a professional team to come in to, you know, guide them and make uh, informed recommendations. And whatever recommendation the uh, client decides on, our team will go out there and implement those recommendations for them. So you, you mentioned your software. What are, what are some of the unique aspects of your software and, and what you guys do that, that maybe some of the others don't? Yeah, so we, we do, uh, we have 80 different connectors into diverse databases, uh, quote unquote, uh, you know, like ServiceNow, Salesforce, Oracle, you know, different databases like that, where, you know, with a simple username and password, we can plug into those data sources and then use those as another way to ingest data into our system. Uh, you know, we, we're looking for at least seven or eight pieces of data uh, on every uh, service to validate it as uh, to be valid. And by doing that and using that data to ingest, that makes our process go that much quicker. To, to drive optimized savings for the customer. 
So in, in this world, data is is absolutely the key. And I know, you know, when I, I've been doing this a long time, we want to expose how long. For sure. <laughs> but in the old days, it was all, you know, spreadsheet or, may, you know, you might, might get a bill that you'd have to hand enter. What are the different ways that... Uh, customers and our partners can get data to you guys and how do you i mean you use the word ingest how do you guys ingest data it depends on the client engagement but we can do uh those direct connectors we have etls apis uh sftp folders where we can ingest the data from the clients depending on what that data is uh same thing from the carriers and then something else that's unique about our service is that we can push data to clients so we can push out their their payment files or their their network architecture or other design needs that they have so it's automatically updated so we're not dealing with oh this is a version from two weeks ago or last night you know this is current this is live you know, this is the organic database that we're working on to connect and optimize their spend and their services and I, I know you, you when you and I have talked in the past you you really emphasize uh, automation. And I know, you know, you've got all these different ways to ingest data, uh, but, but talk to me just a little bit about how Warner continues to evolve around the processes that you guys build to get better and faster. Yeah, we go by the rule of two. Like every uh, job has to have a, a check and balance on the positive side and negative side. You know, did this data come in? Is this data in duplicate? You know, is this invoice being processed appropriately? Was it paid on time? When was it paid? Are these charges accurate? Um, you know, are these services being used appropriately? You know, so we can tie into utilization reports on the Cisco side to, to validate, you know, what routers are being used, what data is being used across those circuits. So maybe they have two circuits at a location and one's a T1 that has no utilization, but then they have a 100 meg ethernet connection, we're going to be able to tell them pretty quick that, hey, the 100 megs in use, it's uh, you're using about 75% of it, but the T1's not. And they're saying, oh, the T1 should have been canceled two years ago when we upgraded the ethernet. So that's the type of information we're coming. We're not just coming back and saying, hey, cancel this. We're saying, hey, this needs to be decommissioned from the network because of X, X, and X. And that's where I think the, the power of information really applies to, um, to, to our platform. It, it, very, very interesting. They, I, I think, is uh, you know, as an extension, I, I hear you saying we can really make a customer more efficient. You can automate a lot of their processes, but in our discussions, it's always also been interesting to me that you guys have e continued to evolve your internal processes and just getting better, which then allows you to do more for the customer. And so, I think it's really unique. You guys yeah. move and change every day. So, let me come back to. I know you're more than just a Tim. But Tim is <laughs> is the the core process. Um, part of what you have, what what you're striving to do is help the customer not just be more efficient, as we discussed, but also save money. How do you guys do that? And do you have any kind of guidelines that you try to achieve in savings? Yeah. So from the um, the optimization side, we're going through a 33 step check and balance process to validate the service. Uh, through that, we're, we're comparing at least seven or eight different pieces of information on each service. Is this in use? Is it an active location? Is it where it needs to be? Um, from there, we average anywhere between 18 and 22 percent savings for our customers. Uh, the drive uh, cost efficiencies across the network. And then we back that up. You know, we offer a 150% savings guarantee. So uh, if our fees are X, we're guaranteeing X times 1.5 in, in return. And if we don't um, deliver that, we're, we're providing a refund. And like we talked about, the company's been around since 95. I've been here since 2002. We, and we've never been lower than 18% in that time frame. Yeah, I mean, that that's really getting behind it, right? So, I mean, 150% return guarantee. How, how do you get to that? You mentioned some of it, but I mean, how, how can you guys be so confident to be able to achieve that? 
Well, we're number one. We're betting that the carriers are dysfunctional. You know, so <laughs> they, 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 all these carriers are out there, or you know, they're, they're uh, having account manager changes, process changes, billing platform changes. They're not processing the things that they need to. So that's a small bet. Uh, two, uh, part of the bet is that the client might not be have everything together. Maybe they've had uh, mergers or acqu- acquisitions, and there's new, you know, new management, and they don't know what they have, and they need someone to come in to optimize that, validate that, and then give a set of recommendations. So it's been a winning bet uh, the the last 18 years, at least while I've been here, and uh, you know, it's uh, you know, I don't see that that bet changing with all the, the the change that's going on in the marketplace with you know different technologies and, and different uh, network services that are out there. Yeah. So with, with companies that are growing or acquisitions, they, they may have uh, circuits or different phone lines or 800 numbers that they're no longer using. How do you guys identify those? Yeah. So we go through a process. You know, one of the things, it's a more of a mundane task, but we'll call every phone number to see where it rings and who picks up. We're looking at utilization reports where are available on both the voice and data side. We're looking at the client's active location list. So maybe they acquired uh, 30 locations, but they're only keeping 20. We want to make sure those 20 are, are out there. Um, one of the things where our, I get excited and the team gets excited is where we find retroactive savings. And we had a client where they were being billed taxes and surcharges and air uh, from their carrier. And we were able to get them a refund of $800,000 on their bill. So they they paid that money out. They thought that money was out of their, you know, their bottom line. Now we were able to pull that money back in and then reduce the cost moving forward. Great. This is actually probably a really good time to get back to what I said at the very beginning, because there might be some of our partners that are hearing, okay, they can optimize and make sure all the circuits are being used. Well, I might be paid on that circuit that, that uh, Warner's going to tell them to to turn off and, and to take down. So when you identify that, how do you work with partners to help them use that revenue maybe in other ways? Yeah, so I mean, our um, the, the crust of our service is to make sure that the services that are billing are being used and that they're billing accurately. So that can work both ways. Sometimes, you know, carriers aren't billing for circuits that they should be, you know, depending when they're turned up. So we're making sure that they're they're billing right. And you know, as a partner, when you're selling the carrier services, you want to be in a position when that comes out of renewal in a couple of years that, you know, hey, Mr. Customer, we did you right. We, we drove savings. We put you where we need to be. So, you know, that's where we're making sure that everything that's billing per the contract is in use and, and active on the client's network. Let, let, let's say one of our partners has sold them just a couple of things. Let's say they, they've sold them some internet circuits, but maybe don't have all the rest of the business that you guys get. Maybe, right, the, the customer decides to give you not just the network, but they load all of their UC spend and, and maybe their cellular spend into there. How do you guys then work with the partner to help identify where some opportunity might be? Yeah, so as new opportunity comes up where the partner is not you know, working already, we come back to the partner and said, hey, the customer just came back and said they need a 10-site uh, MPLS network or an SD-WAN network. We come to the partner, and then that's where they work with your team to, to come up with quotes. And then the partner can, at that point can use our tool to deliver the messaging of you know what their options are from a carrier uh, service perspective. Yeah, I, I love the tools that you guys have, the market analysis that you can do to help our partners identify areas of business that they may not be currently participating in. I think it's a really, really good value add and a, and a big reason why, I, again, you, you guys are a hidden gem in the portfolio. 
So yeah, with that market analysis, to me, it's it's like, you know, do you want to sell these multi-million dollar networks on a piece of Excel, uh, an Excel spreadsheet, or do you want to de uh, deliver it via a cloud-based solution where they can interact with the data? And you don't have to worry about version control and things like that. It's a it's a it's a mindset, even though it's a small thing how you deliver the quote. But to me, how you deliver that data is is a big way to set in the right precedent to you know win the deal at the end of the day. Yeah, you, you, you guys can help our partners be stronger. I think we've seen that as we've grown. You know, you, you said you've been in the portfolio for five years, and so you've got good experience uh, in working with our partners and kind of walking hand in hand in some of these customers. Uh, let's talk to our partners today that are watching just a little bit about some of the successes that we've had today and give them, you know, a, a picture in their mind of, of how and when they should engage you. Yeah, if you're dealing with a client who's had a lot of change from the network side, from the management side, uh, a lot of acquisitions, mergers, who just don't know what they have, that's a, that's a great opportunity for us. Uh, clients looking for process automation, you know, so we do a lot of process automation around the, the, the legacy temp side, where um, we're helping clients be more efficient. You know, we just had a client that spends about a million dollars a month tell us it was taking them between seven to ten days a month to do their payment files. Now with our software, that's happening within ten minutes. That's a huge swing for them from an efficiency side and from a labor side to, ma to managing that. And number one, it's right. Number two, it's done with a lot less stress than they used to have to deal with when they did it manually in spreadsheets, in Word, or however they managed that previously. And, and obviously, we would never talk about names of customers or partners, but uh, can you give us an example of you know one of our more recent wins together that, uh, that you would hope we could replicate over and over with our partners? Yeah, we, we had a, a multi-million dollar a month customer that we signed uh, through the Talaris channel that, uh, you know, they have uh, global services. They needed currency conversions. They needed uh, language conversions uh, back and forth between based upon the, the, the style of invoice. Uh, They're looking to do a, a, a migration to another provider. Uh, they were looking for, for some project management support, the payment files. The invoice automation was a big part to why why we won that business, and you know it's been a great relationship, and we're we're driving savings. Uh, I believe we've already hit our savings number for them in a, in a four month period, so it's you know it, we're pretty close. If it's not, it's going to be very, very soon. So a lot of savings in a short period of time that that justify the service, and then start providing further value for, for and further savings in, in process automations. Excellent. Now, you mentioned kind of a, it was a, a global size customer, big deal. I don't want our partners to walk away without a sense of, of, you know, what size of customer makes sense to bring to you and think, oh, it's only global. So where, where would you say is kind of the, the beginning phase of when they should uh, think about engaging you? Yeah, um, our, our um, process is it's all database. So it doesn't matter if the customer spends $5,000 a month or if the customer spends $6 million a month. And that's basically our range right now. It's a pretty big range. And we can support that customer. Um, obviously, we the bigger customers are more unique and uh, and uh, unique uh, needs and wants. Uh, and, and then the mid-sized customers are, are a little different. But you know, we have no minimum, no maximum. It's just all about how we can provide value and how we can help that customer You know, the drive uh, cost savings and, and automations. Right, because you're automated and you guys have the right processes, you can handle a small customer. So that, that that's yeah. great. Now, yeah, no, like, yeah, there are a lot of Tims out there that will say, oh, we only do $500,000 and above or, or whatever it is. You know, we'd have no minimum, no maximum. Great. Now, uh, we've kind of uh, not talked about one of, the, one of the big questions any partner will ask us is how does compensation work for a product offering like yours? 
Yeah, so we provide a residual-based compensation for uh, the services that the client signs up for. So it's a, in my opinion, it's a very aggressive uh, commission percent that uh, we uh, pay. Again, we're channel-driven, so we don't have a, you know, 35 internal salespeople working this. We have a three-person sales team. Uh, you know, Dwayne Chandler who supports uh, Tolaris from the east, uh, Steve Kratanik who handle uh, supports them on the west, and then I work with both of them to deliver our services uh, to your partners. Uh, so uh, to me, it's a, a very aggressive platform. Uh, platform uh, that we, and we also do, you know, different spiffs and things like that based upon um, opportunities that are out there as well. Excellent. Uh, one last question that just came to me that we haven't talked about is, um, is every customer the same in terms of the, the service that you offer to them? Or do you have different levels that they can access based on their needs and maybe their, their budget for it? Yeah, so we have a full white glove solution, which co covers everything um, across the landline, mobile, cloud, and software. Uh, but if we have 100 customers, there's 100 different uh, engagements. It's all about that customer, the services that we're starting with, and the services that they need. So some customers might say, I only need uh, project management. Other ones might say, I just need the TEM side. So we work with them to, to understand their needs and put together a statement of work that, uh, that fits those needs uh, based upon our portfolio. Excellent. Well, ho hopefully our partners here customized when you need it, but uh, cookie cutter and, and available for any customer of, of any size. Uh, that's great. Well, Tim, look, I think it's been a really good discussion. We've identified some unique things that you guys do that no one else does, ways that our partners can use you to increase uh, their, their ability to service a customer, but also maybe identify other areas of spend. Are there any other reasons that maybe we haven't talked about today that uh, would would, in your mind, qualify you as, as kind of the hidden gem in, in Tolaris's portfolio? I think one of the things that kind of gets lost with all the software and the people is that, that we truly you know, are vested with these customers and driving savings. Our people get excited. You know, we're excited when we find savings. That $800,000 savings, I think we had a party for two days uh, internally just to, to celebrate that win for our customers. So those are things that I think makes us different. It's not just a, a numbers in, numbers out. You know, there's there's care, there's want, there's there's a there's a nature of driving savings and driving efficiencies for our customers that, that we truly care. I mean, it, that's uh, that's that's to me is one of the biggest differentiators that we have is is that drive from our team and that, that starts at the top and, and it goes right to every member of our team. Well, I, look, I would agree. Great, great service. Yes, you have to have that, but delivered by an incredible team. You guys have a great culture. You're a pleasure to do business with. And uh, I just want to thank our special guest, Tim Juice here with Warner Telcom. That's all that we have for this episode of Hidden Gems. Have a great week, everybody. Mm -hmm.